This is the AmbiView Audio Experience. Hey everybody, this is your man Tim, and today's episode is on high impact activities. We'll discuss strategic goals, vanity metrics, and criteria for developing high impact activities for your business. So stick and stay, and let's get after it. So today we're gonna do three things and then get you on your way. Number one, we're gonna discuss the three strategic goals of high impact activities. Number two, we're gonna discuss the idea of vanity metrics. And then number three, we're gonna provide three criteria that you can use to develop high impact activities for your business. So with that, let's get after it. In a previous video, we discussed the two fates of the successful entrepreneur. So if you missed that or need a quick refresher, definitely go and check out that video. For the context of this conversation, we're gonna expand on that idea to include the three strategic goals for high impact activities, opportunity, growth, and sustainability. Before defining high impact activities for yourself, the first step in the process is to clearly identify strategic goals. Now, these can realistically be anything that you want as long as they follow a reasonable trajectory. Now, what's a reasonable trajectory? Well, number one, there must be a viable opportunity. Essentially, there should be a gap, a problem, a challenge, or something that a solution can address. Where people get caught up is thinking that the solution to the problem has to be something that's a new concept that's gonna revolutionize everything. That's an admirable approach, but it's possibly a great waste of time. Let's say you have a problem, but realistically, 85% of something is working correctly and only 15% is working poorly. So instead of breaking everything down and redoing the whole thing from scratch to focus on that 100%, focus your time on that 15% problem and tweaking the business model there. That's where the opportunity lies. Now that you've avoided the low impact activity of tinkering around with that 85% that's working, you can move from opportunity to the second strategic goal, which is growth. Now, in this particular goal, you're looking to establish credibility and a presence around your brand. Customers want to be able to trust you and trust the quality of your offerings. Once they do so, then you'll see demand beginning to grow. High impact activities center around effective marketing and sales channels, targeted ads that generate a positive rate of return, and performance. You essentially deliver on what you promise. Once trust builds and you establish traction within the market, then you can move on to strategic goal number three, which is sustainability. Once you get comfortable climbing a mountain, the, the last thing you wanna do is accidentally slip and fall all the way back to the bottom. What you actually wanna do is keep that momentum going. And how do you do that? You do that with high impact customer engagement activities. Now this means different things for different people. Some people like to throw customer appreciation events. Others like to send those monthly newsletters that are very informative to customers. Me personally, I enjoy just picking up the phone, giving the customer a call and just asking what's up. The point is, in order to achieve the sustainability goals, you have to have high impact activities that result in regular touch points with customers that are actually meaningful to them. 
Okay, so let's shift to this idea of vanity metrics. In a nutshell, vanity metrics are numbers or activities that look good on paper, but aren't action-oriented. Let's take website views as an example. Let's say that people are clicking on your website and going to your landing page, but not doing anything. In that case, site views is irrelevant because there's no action behind it. The same goes for the contacts that you collect at a networking event. If you don't pick up the phone and actually call those people, then it's just a vanity metric. You see, some people try to categorize an activity as high impact, even if the numbers tell an entirely different story, because it's almost easier to be comfortable doing something that doesn't work, as opposed to going back to the drawing board to try to get it done correctly. In a way, it has to do with perspective. Let's say there are two types of people in this life, generalists and specialists. Generalists are those types of folks that have a variety of expertise and experience. On a superficial level, those generalists are individuals that have a unique way of connecting the dots and seeing links that others may not see. As for the specialists, they have a deep subject matter expertise. They basically can spot and seize emerging opportunities within their field of study. So which is better at developing high impact activities, the generalists or the specialists? Well, the answer is both. The generalist is better equipped to do so in industries that have a slower pace of change, whereas the specialist is better equipped to do so in industries that have a faster pace of change. Think about it. I'm not going to expect a generalist to stay up to date on the cutting edge stuff in genetic engineering, nor would I expect a specialist to grasp the connection between silk fabrics and computers. Both have the ability to ignore vanity metrics and focus on high impact activities as long as they have one thing, a growth mindset. Which brings us to our final point of what criteria do you use when developing high impact activities for your business? Criterion number one, actionable. The activity has to require you to do something. I know this sounds simple, but you'd definitely be surprised. You see, initiating action on your activity not only creates accountability, but it also creates momentum to get more done. Once you align your high impact activities to your strategic goals of opportunity, growth, and sustainability, then the momentum you create will help to power you to success. Criterion number two, accessibility. After taking action on an activity, the results and feedback need to be highly accessible. All this means is that the feedback loop between taking action and evaluating results needs to be as short as possible. When you develop a high impact activity, the quicker you have access to the results, the faster you can make improvements. Criterion number three, auditable. This is another nod to accountability. Are the results reliable? And can we repeat the activity in order to validate the results? At the end of the day, you don't wanna develop a high impact activity that isn't actionable, accessible, and can't be audited. That, my friends, would be a complete waste of time. Every day matters. You see, time is one of the most, if not the most important commodity that we have. And when you think about it, your present day life is the summation of the amount of time that you've invested up until this point. So how do you actually spend your time? Well, unfortunately, most people are reactive. 
you continuously scroll through an Instagram feed, or you immediately respond to an email that gets punted to you at work, or you curiously may even pick up the call of an unknown caller that's trying to solicit you for some things that you don't want. The point is, these are not necessarily bad tactics if they align to your strategic goals. Now, on the other hand, if you've proactively identified what you want and have also identified the strategic actions to get you there, then you can begin stacking wins. Because the game is this, play high impact offense and plug any unnecessary holes to keep the boat from sinking. In other words, spend the majority of your time on those high impact activities and any remaining effort should go towards any of those minimal, low impact things that are going to avoid catastrophic failure. What you wanna really do is operate at the extremes. And there you have it, high impact activities. With that, my friends, it's been my pleasure and thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Tim Jones, and as always, please remember to share it and follow us. Also, be sure to check out the video version of this episode on YouTube, as we have some great visuals to drive these concepts home. Keep grinding, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.